Hi guys, my name is Owen, aka Glowin. And I'm Moliday or Omi, whatever you wanna. And welcome to Chirp Stats Podcast, <laughs> episode one. I mean, technically we did film an episode in February for Valentine's. But, but... we won't talk about that. <laughs> no, we won't talk about that. Um, so yeah, where to begin? I mean, I haven't seen you for like months now. Mm-hmm, because of... Corona. COVID-19, <laughs> baby. You see this pandemic, yeah, it needs to go. It needs to go. I just, the, it will go when people start to follow the lockdown rules. <laughs> But like, that's, that's not going to happen if Boris Johnson is also easing the lockdown at the same time. So like, yeah, because now that he's had it and he's gotten over it, like he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't, he I mean, really he didn't doesn't. give a fuck in the beginning. Man, when he did his first like speech, some people may die. Like, is that it? Is that what you're going to tell us? He said some people may die whilst we were clapping <laughs> every Thursday night. The NHS. <laughs> For key workers, as in... What are you doing, big man? Yeah, like the money that you could be giving to them, where are you? Where's that money going? I'm pretty sure you're getting bonuses and shit for that, but you could be giving that to the NHS. So like, <laughs> this same guy who who was saying, "Oh yeah, I don't want to do um, I don't want to do gestures or symbolic gestures for political movements," and that was him refusing to take a knee for BLM, and of course he decided to put what was it a candle. A candle, yeah, he put out like a candle for like, I don't even know what he put a candle for because... <laughs> Nonsense. But yeah, uh, lockdown. How's your dating life been, been locked down? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say at the start of lockdown, my dating life was absolutely abysmal. Let's just say that. Um, but I don't know, I kind of just like, I wasn't really focused too much on it during lockdown because I was like, you know, trying to find myself again now that I've got all this time on my hands um but i would say recently i kind of dabbled back into dating but i realized like well shit like i'm so not ready for this yet so (laughs) um my dating life is is it's not abysmal but it's just on pause okay i respect that you you? know before lockdown i was so i was so gassed because i was like april's what i had in mind halfway through april i was getting paid and i was getting my student loans i was like okay i can physically go on dates again like and there was this one person i had in mind um who was who i'd been talking to for like a couple months and i just hadn't been able to see him because grief and money and uni and stuff like that but then i was like okay this person's been consistent and patient and amazing and i will finally be able to like reciprocate in april when i'm free so it gets to april and then the government puts a restriction on going out i lose my job um just after getting paid and then i can't go out <laughs> without thinking i'm gonna kill someone mm-hmm. um, so it was just like <laughs> it was just like um why is this happening to me? Because I'd waited till since like December to see this person, and then I literally only saw them for the first time last last week. And yeah, I stopped. I stopped talking to people during lockdown for a bit because I was like, mm, well, the, what's the that. fucking point? I don't know when I'm going to see you. Yeah. My money's running dry, and now that like now that things are like easing up, um, or like since since people are like starting to go out again, I'm like, okay cool let me let me hop back on tinder hinge mm. whatnot i'm sorry to everyone i haven't replied to i'm so sorry i'm trying hinge is long i'm not gonna lie to you hinge is so long but you think it's good but like a tinder's just straightforward like swipe 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 chat 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 and now i'm talking to people again um kind of getting back into dating um i actually went on a date last week um and yeah we went on a date it was it was lovely um kind of 
started to feel things <laughs> yeah and then the next day the next day it just turned out that the, the situation was not going to go in the direction that I'd expect it to go in which is fine everything's good but because you know when you you know when you've like sort of like pla- not planned but like like you, you're you're planning your movement around something so it's mm-hmm. like I was like less prepared to like start talking to other people because I was like oh this was good next day it turned out that wasn't the situation which is calm but like the, the last week has been like such like a up and down because so many different things keep changing like I had a fight with my mum next day things were calm I was like can life just give me one Solid stable reserve. like cancer I just need a, I blame you on listen me. the cancers listen cancers are thriving in this cancer season right now we're doing great um Water signs in general. Water signs. I mean, I'm doing great during this water sign season. And everybody hates on cancer season, but it's actually like low-key the best. I'm kind of enjoying it now. I stand, I stand, I Mm -hmm. stand. Because like everyone, I feel like, especially in this year, everyone is going through it, but in a way that's like, let's shed all the dirty shit and bring all the new stuff out. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like, especially in cancer season, when... Cancers are very in touch with their emotions um, and they, majority of them know how to navigate them. So during cancer season, I feel like this is a great time for people to be really getting in tune with their emotions, finding out what's going on. It's, it could still be shit. Feeling them out. Yeah. And like Mercury retrograde is still happening, guys, just to let you know. Oh my God. Okay, speaking of seasons, I don't know why I even brought that up, but I feel like... I feel like the last few weeks on Twitter have Uh-oh. been particularly transformative. Um, there's been a huge sort of purging of abusers, sexual assailants, and just a general like call for everyone, especially men, um, taking accountability for their mm-hmm. actions right now. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened to start with someone that I called a very close friend, being exposed as not a one-time or two-time or three-time abuser, but a serial abuser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always the ones that you least expect. It. Yeah, it was just it was just a lot, and, uh, and yeah. Was cousin, yeah, and yeah, the whole family. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, but I don't want to go too much into that just because I don't really want to yeah. have to trigger one this episode, yeah. and I don't want to start. And that like stuff that. has kind of already happened. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of like the catalyst for people feeling like, okay, actually now it's time for me to come out and speak about what's happened to me. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that when this happens. I see a lot of times people are kind of angry at the victims like why didn't you come out sooner why didn't you go to the police I think people need to understand that sometimes people don't even process um, the abuse that's happened to them for a long time even years years, literally you don't realise that oh fuck this has happened to me so there should be no victim blaming Um, and I just wanted to say last, last word of advice especially to men because it will be the same niggas who are out here on Twitter saying, fuck the police, bun the police, I don't trust the police, fucking pigs, all cops are bastards, who then turn around and say, why didn't you go to the police? Yeah, why didn't you go to the police? Especially when you're poor. Why didn't you report it? But like, yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to talk about the ick. My best friend, my lover, my guardian angel. The ick. Sometimes it saves you, sometimes you're like, I actually didn't want to have this, but sometimes I'm like, I wish I had gotten the ick so that I didn't have to go through this. 
Yeah, I mean, I I usually like the ick just because like I'm a very selfish person <laughs> and I'm a very like practical and logical person. So it's like. I would rather save the hassle of devoting time, energy, mm-hmm. um, uh, attention, and emotion to like a person. Like I'd rather get the ick and just not have to go through that, and then be like, "Oh, thank God I didn't waste my time, time with this with person." person. Yeah. Than wasting your time with that person. Yeah. And realizing when it's too late, like fuck. <laughs> yeah, I I love my time. I love myself. <laughs> I love my energy. I think we need to love ourselves more. I think people forget <laughs> yeah. that. Just because you like someone else doesn't mean you can't love yourself too. Like, mm-hmm. if you have feelings, even if it's like a tiny crush to like a like you're in love with this person, you need to love yourself too. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you just get lost. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with getting lost in love, like all that you know romanticized bullshit. But at the same time, like love yourself, treat yourself with the same respect that you treat that person with. That actually works like on the other side as well because like if you don't love yourself before getting to like a a happy like fulfilling relationship then that's how you end up becoming codependent exactly that's how like just issues arise from you not feeling like a whole person by yourself mm-hmm. because like, you like people should be like like positive like accessories or compliments to you rather than no one should complete you you need to uh, complete yourself let a nigga complete i'll kill him dead i'll kill him <laughs> what you think you complete me i'll done his dance man Listen, i'll finish him i'm a whole circle on my ones <laughs> the moment i start to feel weak that's when the walls go up like Literally. that's when i get the ick because i'm just like Mm-mm. I don't trust this. So, this is this makes me vulnerable. This leaves me open to yeah. like. This is where my Aries moon comes in. You know? uh, I'm just like, oh, Aries moons. They, a Pisces of an Aries. Mm, I know too many of them. Let's just the ick. You know what? Like, it's good. It's good. The ick is good. It can you be useful. It. Mm-hmm. it can be useful. You need and, it, and if it's really meant to work, then you'll find ways of working. Yeah, you look past it. It won't be the ick. It's it. meant to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good friend of mine was actually speaking to me about the ick yesterday, which is why I wanted to bring that up. Um, and they were just saying, oh yeah, they've been with this person and they've got the ick over the last few days and they wanted to know how to navigate it. And I'm like, because it's lockdown as well, it's really hard to tell whether it's the ick that's worth fighting through. Yeah. Because you can't see the person as much, you're restricted or whatnot. So you, like, the moment that a relationship starts to go under, it's so easy to think, oh yeah, fuck it, like... It's locked down. There's yeah, no point I'm in a relationship not anyways. This person, so. There's less incentive to sort of stick for it. Yeah, but, to fix um, shit. I think we concluded that the it could save them at this point, and the reasons for the it were valid. So I'm sending them love. I hope mm-hmm. to see them shining on the other side of this. Shining, shining. I think um, there's that resentment that comes in though. That's yeah, the one. Because I will hate you for making me you hate, you. hate you, and I'll f- I'll feel guilty for getting the ick. I resent you for putting me in a position where I feel guilty yeah. for having the ick. And that's that's when I haven't even told you yet. That's just my assumption. Yeah, that's like before. There's <laughs> so dualities though because you can be like, oh yeah, I have the ick and I resent you but like, I want you in my life. Yeah, Why am I having sh- this? Mm-hmm. Like, that's I don't want to feel this way. But my question is like, how? what if someone's got the ick from something you've done and they don't tell you what it is that you've done that's given them the ick? I can always feel when, I can I can always you sense when there's something off. So the moment, because that's, that's another thing, the moment that like I I even get the slightest like hint that Bye. either your head's not all in it or like something something's off, like I already shut down. Even if I haven't yeah, said yeah, it, same. even if I stay in the relationship, I've already it, given up. Yeah. I've already, I've already been dumped. I've already like started yeah, grieving already, the like, relationship before I left it. Started accepting that shit. Like yeah. it's over. <laughs> and I guess that's, I guess that's like kind of like self-preservation, but it can also manifest in harmful ways. Yeah, because yeah. it, it could be self. Uh, pre- 
preservation Ooh. also so that was hard <laughs> okay. that was a hard one um, or like self-sabotage mm-hmm. yeah. but it's like it's a really fine line between like very, very I need line. to be careful and it's, if you get into that self-sabotage <laughs> it's it's a it's a done deal uh, it's done Okay, so I wanted to also touch upon the podcast title because we haven't done that. Mm. So Chirps Hurts is, um, it, it was like a name that like I just made up for Banch, um, just talking about how relationships just end in heartbreak or whatnot and how like even even the pro- the process to get into happiness in Chirpsing often includes a lot of hurt, mm. blah, blah, blah. So yeah, that's that's sort of where that comes from. And the word Chirps, for those who don't know, essentially means the act of moving to someone or the act of like seeing someone or dating someone or like just trying to just trying to court someone essentially yeah it's essentially like new age courting <laughs> courts courtship <laughs> you know? courtship courtship that's, that's like, like dyslexia coming through period okay um okay i think it's time we move on to questions now Exciting. So some of my lovely Instagram friends and followers um, have sent me some questions, mostly about love and dating and stuff. So first question is, do you believe in soul ties? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Uh, you believe in soul ties? Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me why. I believe Convince in soul ties. Me. I think you can have more than one soul tie, obviously. Mm. Um, but I mean, let me just preface this by saying my... Okay, what I is a soul tie? I think soul ties are the same as like soulmates, like somebody that your soul is always going to be drawn to you have a connection one that you can't even fathom i rebuke it i do you know what like loki it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> i rebuke it what kind of it. spiritual bondage is that i, I rebuke it's like, it it's like... ripped before you can even uh-uh. it's before your time no no that's why no, i believe no, you can no, have no no, 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 no you, know when, you, like, you know when you meet someone and then like you're just staring at each other for like too long and and there's been no reason for you to engage in that sort of eye contact that's and then you're just like and then you get to know them and you're just like, shit, okay, like, I feel some sort of like, yeah, there's a connection. deeper connection to you. And, but I feel and like, like I've been you. You know when they say, oh yeah, like love at first sight kind uh-uh. of thing. That I, was, do I went that through exists. that like three years ago, oh. right? And it was like, it was nuts. <gasps> That is a bit. Uh, can you imagine falling in love? No. Falling, oh, sorry. Not, it wasn't like love, but it was like infatuation. Yeah. Okay, that one. That one. Infatuation. Like, 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 not like lustful. Like it. it yeah. No. But I've had that. I've had that. Yeah. It's really weird. Oh my god. But yeah. Uh-oh. Soul ties. I mean, do you know? What? I feel like I like my issues with soul ties is that like everyone on Twitter um, specifically black Christian Twitter <laughs> loves to use soul ties to, to sort of say that your value is just dependent on, on sex, somebody else or that your value is decreased or increased by sex and the type of sex you have so it's like oh yeah like because you have soul ties and because sex is like such a precious thing then you're worse for having had sex multiple yeah. times like, and also no, there's that like, idea that like you're pure if you don't have sex which is so incorrect because a lot of people that don't be having sex are still racist homophobic yeah, they transphobic can still be the they're most still disgusting the most vile people. creatures your purity does not come from your sexual actions is about your internal like how you think as a person your morals all of that shit because not physically, even how you like translate your thoughts into exactly. your actions mm-hmm. even you could yeah. be a clean person but you can have disgusting thoughts not disgusting as like kinky disgusting like uh-uh. disgusting <laughs> as in like you should probably be in jail for that yeah i feel like um 
during this lockdown, since I've kind of changed my spiritual um, beliefs, that's also oh, played into. Oh, okay. So before I was kind of, I wouldn't say a devout Christian, but I was definitely aligning with Christian beliefs and religion and i did not see a difference in religion and spirituality i didn't really understand it fully but it's always been something i wanted to delve into um and then during the lockdown i was like you know what let me just i had a breakdown so i was like this is a great time for me to actually start taking care of myself and rethinking about the stuff that i believe so i kind of looked into um buddhism because it was just like the first thing yeah um I looked into Buddhism and as I was going through that, I kind of went into like Indian spirituality as a whole and realizing how um, life is more about like the connectedness, like that oneness of everyone um, versus then all the divisions and stuff that we see. Um, And just by going through all of that um, spirituality process, the idea of karma comes up and my view on karma has completely changed because I used to see it as like, karma will get you when you do it's bad things to people. Yeah, like it's just a bitch that's just coming no. for you. But karma isn't like a bad thing always. Karma is balanced. Basically, whatever you put out into the world, you will get back. If you do, obviously, if you do good things without the intention of getting stuff back, you, your karma will come back to you. Whatever you do, every thought and action creates karma, which will impact your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. you cannot be destroyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just by being a good person you will it doesn't mean good things will happen to you necessarily but it's just like you kind of you get what you receive at one point in your life or at many points i guess okay okay well, i hope that made sense yeah. <laughs> i was going on um i've new people so much like honestly the- what is dating techniques yeah what is flirting <laughs> like i'm okay so um, next question, because we got a bit sidetracked. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, next question is, when is an okay time to bring up kinks with someone you want to be intimate with? I'm assuming this is like, once you've like mm-hmm. started seeing them for a Yeah. Bit. I think when they start being more like, um, I was about to say vicious, not vicious, yeah. more like uh, assertive <laughs> with their flirting. Like when it starts, when the flirting itself starts to progress, I feel like that's when you can, not directly say like, um, I don't know, like, I like piercings in the clit or some shit. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, um, but kind of like play, play with it. Like flirting is playful. So I guess bringing your kinks playfully, kind of test the waters, see what they're on before you outright say like, yeah, this is my kink. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I guess. Yeah, because it depends for me. Like if I'm, if it's like, if it starts online dating or if it starts like in real life, because when I'm when I'm like online dating, I feel like just because of the nature of like talk and like topics and just like banter, sex can come up quite fast. Mm-hmm. And depending on how comfortable you feel with the person or like or what your level of communication is, like it can be kind of easy to just like just like drop it in yeah, the, the combo as like banter or whatever and just like work with that. Because I feel like a lot of people are like sort of scared to be the first one to admit mm-hmm. um, how either raunchy or just how um, sexually attracted or even yeah. kinky they are. Um, but like once once one person has, has like opened up a bit, then it becomes easier for the other person exactly. back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. And it's just like peeling yeah, layers of an onion. That, like, one, like one comment to just spark. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, you're like, like this. One, one, yeah. And then it's just like back and mm-hmm. forth, back and forth. See, as well on kinks. Ah, okay. What are your kinks? <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday and 
I'm not sure if I have a specific kink, but I'm very, very open-minded. Mm-hmm. So if someone came, if someone approached me with something and I was like, I was like fully into them, whatever. And dep- like everyone has boundaries, but I feel like, yeah, I tried, I tried most things. I've tried, I've tried some things, um, which I didn't necessarily think I'd be into. Um, but yeah, the weirdest, okay. I have a story. <laughs> so, story time! <laughs> What's the story? Probably the, the weirdest thing that I will probably say at the moment was when I when I went to the Uni of Brighton for a year, um, I went to I went to this pre's and then I then oh, like the whole of the pre's I was talking to this one guy and I'm by by the way, in case anyone was I feel like most people <laughs> Okay, we're all by here. Um so yeah, I was I was talking I was talking to this guy all night and then when it came to everyone going to the club, it turned out me and the guy didn't have our passports for whatever reason. And he lived in those halls, so like I just went back to his, we were drinking, whatever. Stuff started to happen. And it got to a point where I was just, I was, I was too drunk. Like I was, I was about to be Gross. like conk, drunk, yeah, yeah, drunk, yeah. drunk, drunk. <laughs> um, and like I got up to go pee, and because it was an ensuite, like there was no lock, so like he came in and he was just like, "Do you want to pee on me?" I and just... <laughs> as soon as you said the toilet, I was like, "I know where this oh, is going." Lord. And the thing oh, is, like Lord. that's that's the last memory that I'm certain of. Because it's like, I know that I'm not into that sort of stuff and that definitely scared me at the point. Mm-hmm. But like, I felt safer because I'm, I'm tall or whatever and I was a top. But um, like that question just threw me off because yeah. it's like, in theory, like, yeah, well, everyone can do whatever. And I, I just never come across someone who does that. Yeah. who I didn't think it had that much proximity to me. I didn't realize that was a thing that I would encounter. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, I, I genuinely can't remember if I did it or not. <laughs> I genuinely, like, what I remember is that. And then at some point being back in bed doing bits and then waking up. Do you think you would have done it or you would do it? So let me give you, let me give you a layout because in the ensuite, it was like a wet room. So I'm just like, I know that my mind works very logically. So the first thing I would have thought of is, um, even if I'm comfortable doing this, like, is it practical? And the environment suited the activity. Yeah. So... I, I can imagine I can imagine that I might have, especially because I was drunk. And it's not even me trying to like be coy or whatever, because if I had and I knew it for sure, I definitely would say it yeah. because I, I don't think it's even that deep. It's, what is it? What? I mean like But like Yeah, it was just really interesting. I can understand it in theory. If you're the person receiving it and you're like into like really really like into physical sensations, then I can understand like yeah. warm water trickling down you. I Personally, wouldn't have someone being on me. Yeah, no, I'm just, just unless a jellyfish stung my arm. Yeah, then that's only time you. Apparently, that's not even that like effective. Oh, I take it, it back. Works, you know. Yeah, <laughs> does it? Yeah. I'm dead. Okay. Yeah. Have oh. you been stung by jellyfish? No, my mum was stung, and then my friend was stung, and my brother had to pee on both their arms. That's. He's a king. He fucking loved it. He was loving it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> it's a family affair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. But yeah, I like. I guess. Like when you have a penis and you're the peer, not the pee, it's like way less of a thing to think about. You're kind of just standing there, like. Yeah, it's like as long as this doesn't go on my clothes or anything. Yeah. I think I'd like to try it someday, like when I'm more like sane. Yeah. Like so that like I really know what I'm getting into. And you can you can remember like mm-hmm. what that feeling or sensation was like. Yeah. Um, foot fetishes is one thing that's always really like I used to I used to completely like be like this is disgusting this is horrifying this is like abject whatever I don't even think it's that bad it's just I personally just 
I don't like feet. That's that's why I thought that because Everyone I was so repulsed by feet. Yeah, but you Same. can't do anything to help it. Like you actually just Neither do I. people's feet. Because so I'm yeah, so I'm open that. to the idea that I always just banter just, about the, it. Yeah, I always banter about it, but people actually genuinely now actually think that I have no. foot fetish. Like the thing is, if you have nice feet, cool. But like, and I will suck on your toe as a joke, but like, I don't think I don't mind sucking on toes and, like, On a serious bed. thing I don't think I'd do it On a serious thing Like unless it's like Very very sensual Or like I I'm on some I sort of get like, like yeah, Unless I'm on some sort of drug yeah. I don't think somebody Sucking my feet Would actually turn me it on It wouldn't turn me on It wouldn't turn I just, me on I kind of thought I like, sort of just laugh like, Yeah I really yeah, have really ticklish feet So like yeah. It would be kind of like It would be kind of overwhelming for me yeah. But I guess I guess I can I can understand how Someone might find that Yeah pleasurable. If it's like a really sensual Like moment I guess Maybe, but like, like candles, incense, yeah. But I would, I would laugh. No, me, yeah. it, I would. Oh yeah, I'd laugh. And the, I, I love have doing that type sex of the laugh. Yeah, that's same. Like, I love doing sex all the time. Can't really. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I have that type of laugh where it's like you might think I'm laughing at you, but it's like no, I'm laughing at myself, and I can't help that. Like every time I kiss somebody, I laugh like always, and I just, I can't not do it. So I feel like if someone was to suck my toes, I would actually, and I laugh at everything, so I would actually burst out laughing. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. Have you um, seen that story on, uh, it was like Tumblr and Twitter, where it's like some girl was on a Tinder date and she went to this guy's house and they mm. had dinner and everything was cool, cool, cool. But then like she started to feel sick. She thought she might have a period and then she like kept going to the toilet and shit. And, um... I don't, I don't remember how, but at some point she'd been shitting like all night, essentially. And then... She went, she went to flush, the flush wasn't working. So she told the guy, and the guy was just like, oh no, it's fine, like I'll sort it. So he goes upstairs and then she's wondering why he's taking so long. And so she goes upstairs to say, oh, she, she wants to leave or whatever. And she finds the guy, like, I don't know, eating or playing with her shit. Fuck off, like, oh my the way God. it would just be like, oh. <laughs> and so it turned out he'd like spiked her with laxatives so that she'd shit purposely yeah oh my god so I'm like just, wow. that's so wrong like Mate. can you not play with your own shit at the point where you asked me first like exactly. just I'm, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's enough people my diet like you don't know what's in my shit or like that's how you that's how you get all, that's how you get yeah. honestness like, like I'm clean but you don't know I mean you should know that because I would have told you but still like but to, to be fair if you're the one feeding them then you can control exactly. I'm sure because I'm sure people who are into that they probably like know the exact things to get exact yeah. what what texture. Bless you. What texture? What the what like? That's fucked. Listen, oh, yeah. that's one of them things where you have to go on the dark web to find people that will do that for you. Don't just yeah. be doing that to any any next Tinder date because like. Just it gets around. It gets around as well. There's a Tinder community, especially so in London. This London, yeah, is yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, talk yeah. about it because dating in this London is ghetto. You know oh, how many of my right. like my friends? No, yeah. I'll, I'll be talking to someone on Tinder. And I'll then, go to follow their Instagram. Yeah. Forty-six Why? mutuals. Well, this is disgusting. And then you find out that you're already friends with their friends, and you're just like, no, it's worse because or that when you've you... already like been intimate with their friends. Oh yeah, yeah. it's always or that. Like, it's always your that. Your friend is even talking to them. Like, especially when especially... your friend is talking to their friend, it's yeah. like this. One of oh, us is not going to go far enough. Is talking to the same person. Even. That's the worst <laughs> shit. Let me not even speak Every day that. Especially I have in the this quick predicament, community. like... Especially in the quick community. Let's oh not even... Oh, my um, God. Every, gays. Uh, the gays. The gays. Listen, listen, listen. Every single, every single gay, yeah, has just, they just know everyone. They know, and I, I'm oh the worst as well, gays. because I've been, I've been, I've been moving like that for years, like, just being Trust friends me. with everyone. And 
it's only now that I've started to like deep like this isn't as fun as I thought it was yeah. because I just so I just want someone to myself too. even like when you're when you're dating someone like it's early stages I'm too scared to post about it because I know there's at least one gay who's talking to this person Literally. as well I'm not gonna lie to you though I'm the type of person that when I'm in a relationship I'm probably not gonna post on social media like that like I'm not gonna post photos of them not because I'm scared to post them or like someone's gonna come woman to woman that shit it's just <laughs> yeah, I'm coming I just to you don't as a woman. care what anybody thinks like okay we're cute and like what do you want me to do with that I'm, I'll post you on my story and shit like that and let people not let people know but you'll see like you'll see this yeah. person yeah but it'll be naturally it's not yeah, like, yeah like, I'm not gonna thing. force it like it doesn't need to be like f- yeah it doesn't need know, to be babe, yeah. let's take like you know when like, like when no. you was younger and people get in relationships and then that, that'd be like that'd be the first post that you guys do together and you uh, both post at the same time can't say that yeah. I lived through that sorry yeah me neither. but that was never but my thing that was yeah, never, that was my, never thing. my thing actually let me not lie but with my Instagram like I was I was clearing it out the other day and I clocked like you you generally apart from like maybe one person you genuinely can't tell like who I've dated because I post I post like just people on my Instagram yeah. Yeah. I, I post me with people and I'm really like I can be really affectionate with like my friends as well so it's like you'll see me like cuddling someone Literally. that could be my boyfriend they like see this yeah. is why I go for when I'm talking to someone I go through their comments and see no but you can't tell with me either that's I'm, scary <laughs> Because no, I'm a flirt. Tell, yeah, yeah, literally same. And because when I'm in relationships, I still flirt. Like, I, I think people can tell when I'm in a relate. But then even then, if my if my significant other commented on my photo, I think if we were serious, I'd be that bitch that just doesn't like wouldn't comment back. I'd like their comments. <laughs> yeah. Just because I'd yeah. like, I'd, I don't or know. even just like get rude to them in the comments. Yeah, I would get rude. Like, like can you, why, why are you here? Like, I'm not, I'm, like, yeah, I'm not really. I, I just. just I'm just I'm one of those people that when I flat I'm rude. Yeah, I'm rude. trust me. Oh, you're one of you're. Oh, you're I'm one of those. rude. I'm. I will be I'm rude. rude. Like if Actually, you hear no, me say we're gonna rude. fight, like I'm. Yeah. I, although sometimes people can take it. It's always way. I'm no. I'm gonna fight you. That is the amount of times I've used that line. Yeah, <laughs> Once so, I, I say I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna fight you, it means you it know, means physical know. contact. Like it means yeah. like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Like when I start saying like I'm describing all the things I'm gonna do to you, how I'm gonna beat you up. I'm angry at myself at how weak you've made me. Yeah, like you. I'm so attracted to you that I have. To, like, I you have, have to, to die. You, you, have, you to have to die. die. You have to I'm die. going to kill you. you. Have yeah. to die. Someone yeah. threatened to kill me the other day. Like, uh-uh. they weren't being serious. But you know when you just deep, like you're, you're banting, and then someone's like, "I'll kill you," and it's like, "Whoa!" No, sorry. but because you will. <laughs> no, because you will. And I'm, I'm no, scared. because Nick, women be dying. Like women be dying. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Friends <laughs> kill me for the most next reasons. Like Tinder dates, you die. Like, yeah, listen, what? Yeah. I, I, will, I will call the cops. I will tweet like, guys, if I die, it was this person. Like, don't, don't. Uh, since since like since Black Lives Matter and like all of the, these random like um, assassinations and shit that have been going on because of racial tensions, like I just want everyone to know I love myself. Yeah, right. I want to live. A I'm full depressed as fuck. Life. But if you find me, for yourself, sister, I'm oh, I'm, 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 I'm still doing good. <laughs> but if you find me in suspicious circumstances, best believe that I did not. That it's it's I, sus. If anything, if I do anything to myself, God forbid, I will, I will let you know. If I die, I didn't kill me. If I die, if I, die, I, I didn't kill me. If I killed me, me. You, you'll know. You'll yeah, know. if I killed me, you would know. Yeah, exactly. So Same. it's just, Same. it's it's frustrating, like you said, especially in this Black Lives Matter, like, although this has been happening for time. It's, it's been happening. It's been happening, which is also, I just want to quickly say, yeah, people go, think that go. this is a new thing, and I, it's like, I, no, love, this has been happening for time. And it's, it's kind of sad that something as big happens for us to start like jumping on it again. But it's like, it's not a one week thing. Like 
this is also it, sad how like such a traumatizing video has to be put out there to for people to actually start yeah like we're like, so desensitized this nuts i can't even say that i'm desensitized no, i don't really. think I'm i was but, but this yeah. really really like because it's one of those anything. things where after that all that happened i'd taken a like a long social media break so that was the first thing i was seeing coming back to social media and i was just like Oh my fucking gosh, like I knew I shouldn't have Yeah. And like for for the first not the, for the first moment in my life, but one of those pivotal moments when you realise like you look at your skin and you're like, fuck, I'm a black person in this world. And what does that mean? And then that's when you're just like, hmm. Everyday struggles. Every, you actually start to realise you start to peep things. Struggle. Like you'll be getting on the bus the way people look at you and it's like mm. I'm more afraid of you than you are of me. Mm-hmm. But society yeah. has made it the other way around that you should be afraid of me mm-hmm. um and something i've encountered recently actually is because i would say i've become more androgynous so i'll just be like if it's late at night i'll have my hoodie up my beanie on whatever i've noticed that people have treat like started to treat me different and act different around me because i can sometimes be a bit more masculine presenting especially when you can't see my face mm-hmm. and it's just like whoa like the world is actually like Fuck, like I never realised this until now when the, these times is so clear mm. um, the prejudice and the discrimination mm. and the blatant racism um, mm. although the UK thinks it's innocent mm. but they be they the least innocent yeah. they started they half started of all of this oh, <laughs> literally <laughs> this is the UK's fault like I'm not even gonna cap if the UK had just stayed in its lane, I feel like the world as a whole would just be a completely Yeah, that's the thing though. White people always love to be in black people's business. Whether it's whether it's an argument on the timeline, whether it's uh, holding, our, uh, uh, holding our celebrities accountable, whether it's... I don't even fucking know. Anything. They've got to be up in our business. And it's like... Always that's the one the thing they've never known. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're always trying to be oppressed so bad. And I'm like, you want oh to be like this? Why do you want to suffer? Why do you want to suffer? Especially, not obviously, I have to, you know, not all white women, but... Um, no, no. Every single white woman has at some point in her life been complicit, complicit in all of this bullshit. Yeah. I, I just... I really dislike seeing the argument that white women are so oppressed because like of course women in general or anyone who is femme identified is going to be mm-hmm. oppressed that yeah, white women are oppressed because they're women not because they're white women not because, yeah because they're women you know that's what they see first but with other people they see your color first before they even see your gender before they see your sexuality it does that comes later fam and i've i've struggled a lot between seeing um, am i queer first am i black first i'm like what and it's just like realistically appearance wise i'm a black person first and and that's your visibly yeah. queer as well yeah and i am yeah I'm, yeah that's true unless you're visibly queer but still i mm. mean actually i don't know it's one no, of those it, things i can't i guess it's different for every person yeah but um yeah so one one thing that i've been thinking of because like of course i understand how another wave of black lives matter has like spurred on like more attention to the more like overtly violent side of races or mm. whatever's deemed to be more violent yeah. because whatever but it's really frustrating me that it's taken like all of this horrible shit to like for people to make just... media sectors and like like yeah for example like um having diversity and like casting and things like why did it take more fucking deaths for, for you, you to, to think, think black people deserve like 
some screen time. But this is the thing is, do they actually think black people deserve it? Or are they no, just like, I need to get no. them off my they're back? They're catering to a uh, response. They're yeah, catering they're, to conditioning. Honest, I feel like they're just catering to the white people. Oh yeah, definitely. Because even still when apologies. black people are on screen, they're looking at it from a white lens. They mm-hmm. want to they want to make blackness digestible for white people. So. Exactly. But um, let's celebrate um, I May Destroy You. Yes, I, mean, I haven't started watching that, okay, but I, well, I've no seen spoilers. trailers, yeah. and I already know that that is... I've watched a lot of shows this year. This is the best written, acted, acted and cast show that I've watched all year, really probably for the last well. few years. It's I haven't really finished and it. who created it? Michaela Cole. I mean... Creator of Chewing Gum. She yeah, is, she's, she's amazing. Yeah, she, she is... Uh, like, I I feel like she sets her. a really good example mm-hmm. of kind of how to be, especially in the creative industry, how to keep your creative integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, did you see that thing where she turned down the million pound or million dollars rather from Netflix because they were going to take away um, all her creative rights or like all her rights to the show basically. And obviously she was like, um, no, if I created this, I want the rights to it. So she was like, fuck your $1 million. I'm going to stick with my thing. Love that bitch. Period. I feel like that needs to be talked about a lot more in the creative industry. Realising that you have, have integrity. To take, have integrity. You don't, don't have to sell your job. soul for like small, small like clout or money. Literally, or... clout means absolutely nothing. But the day this Instagram or whatever disappears, ah, who God are for, you? No, yeah. God forbid, because I love Instagram. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like it and it's a great platform a to network. Platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're creative. Yeah. But you have to be able to make a an impact outside of mm-hmm. social media. Yeah, I know it's everything that's happening right now and times are changing, blah, blah, blah. But to actually be somebody with influence, you need to be able to make an impact to the point where it's outside mm-hmm. of social media. Mm-hmm. Because you need to touch people. You need to touch like, people. Back, back like singers did before, like before social media, when they, before even like visuals or that yeah. deep, where you would listen to I don't know, Aretha Franklin. And, and you feel, would really feel the music. Like Nina Simone. Like, like you, you would follow her because of the, the actual like production and the, the mm-hmm. singing and the, the messages behind it. Not because she could, she also had like an A Instagram page followers, and yeah. you could have access to her and her opinions and her family life and like pick her wow. apart. No, you just, just you just had what she gave you I, and that's it. Literally. I feel like now there's this argument of separate artists from art, but it's like, no artists are the art yeah, yeah. artists are the before art before we Back just had the, the art we just had the art it was like I come on stage I sing I leave that's it there would mm-hmm. still be celebrities and they would have their scandals and stuff but now it's like literally all the social media celebrities all of that they're just normal people I mean celebrities are normal people yeah. anyways but they're like they're actually just normal people they're everyday yeah. like you and me they speak to you like they fuck up a they lot. fuck up and cancel culture is a disease Ooh, I don't want to go into we that one. We won't go into because... culture, but... <laughs> Okay. Okay. This one's good. Um, how to be more aware of any toxic behaviours and red flags and find the willpower to address them rather than uh-uh, rather than excuse that behaviour just because you don't want it to be rising. Listen, you Check see questions, yeah? You see questions start with a capital letter and they end with a question mark. That was a sentence. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just going to reread that. Um, how to be more aware... Uh, how to be more aware of any toxic behaviours and red flags, first of all? Um, I think first, check yourself. Ask yourself, is what I've just done, is that okay? And would I like that to be done to me? Oh, so you're talking about on the side of the person who's being toxic? Yeah, on the side, because I feel like you need to, before you can start Yeah, that's where it starts and stops. Yeah, you need to, to mm-hmm. check yourself. Um, and you need to genuinely ask yourself, before you start talking to other people, I think, 
about the things that you've done. I mean, sometimes it helps, obviously, to speak about people, to speak to people about what you've done. But you need to sit down with yourself and be like, if this was to happen to me, how would I feel? Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people will be like, oh, I wouldn't care, like blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, really, though. Like, how would you actually feel if someone treated you the way you treated somebody else? Or mm-hmm. you did, or if, if someone did this to you, how you did to someone, if that makes sense. Sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think check yourself first. Check like, yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> check yourself before you wreck yourself. Right. I mean, not like you don't have to sit in the mirror and be like, "Hey, like, but says, just, what's up? yeah, like maybe you're on the bus or you've just had an argument with someone and you have a couple minutes to yourself. Be like, let me just ponder. Mm-hmm. On Even me. a small, small like, how could I have done this better next time? Yeah. What? Why did I do this specifically? And how could? What would I change? And yeah. what might have been so more like effective? Compromise as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though, even if you're usually right, you can still. There's still, still moments where you up. need to let up a bit. And also, when you've realised that you fucked up, accept it. Mm-hmm. Accept. I made a mistake. This may have been wrong, or this was wrong. Let me not do this again. Mm-hmm. Mistakes are perfectly normal. Mistakes are marvelous. So don't hate on yourself for making a mistake. However, I believe once you make a mistake like a few times, it's a choice. Oh, period. Because... I don't mean like one, two times because there's a lot of mistakes I've made like one, two, three times. Yeah. But like, Before I realised it was even a, a mistake, mistake or yeah. what impact it had. But I think the bigger the mistake, if it's a big mistake and you continue to make that, it's a choice. It's becoming mm-hmm. a choice and you're, beco- you're accepting... Um, you're making it a part of your identity yeah. letting yeah. it consume you that's, that's transcend your individual yeah um, yeah how to be more aware of toxic behaviours and red flags I also think that when when something when someone does something especially if you have some sort of relationship with them um, you should reflect on first how it makes you feel first what you think about it, why they did it um, how they feel about it mm-hmm. um, ask what you gained from it ask what it took away from you and if it gets to a point where you feel like someone's actions are continuously detracting from your self-worth or just your energy even, mm-hmm. then just reevaluate um their role really in your life. Yeah. yeah. And how you interact with them and how and how they interact with you, set set boundaries. Mm-hmm. If you're putting yourself on the shelf for somebody else, like what? You're putting yourself on the shelf for somebody. Else. Oh shit! Hard bars of Baja. Oh my god! Oh, no. okay. Listen, yeah. listen. We are not a rapper, <laughs> but I'm not a rapper. Uh, <laughs> yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah. But if you're doing that for somebody else, then like that's your prerogative. At the end of the day, like that, that person is not asking you to, or like. Like mm-hmm. forcing you to, and if that. they are, and if they are, again, that's your problem. You have to, to get, get out. out of it, babe. I mean, like, it's definitely difficult. A lot of the times, it if is, it's an abusive it relationship, it's incredible. They'll difficult. emotionally like manipulate yeah. you mm-hmm. into staying. Also, I just want to whilst we're on that topic, I think people also, since the rise, Twitter has kind of just like resurged again, like with popularity, um, and I think people have been doing a lot of think pieces, and I think when you read these think pieces do not just take them as fact or do not just like mm-hmm. consume it and be like yes everything this person is saying is true because it, it could be but you know stuff is subjective so if someone Critical is a think piece and yeah, you apply see, your own lens yeah, like see exactly. like see why ask yourself why you agree or what you want to take mm-hmm. from it like even google things like for, for example when i see like like really like sort of educational or informative takes and they're usually in in I don't know, like complicated language or whatever. Yeah, Even language. if I know what they're saying and I know what the language means, 
if if it, if I stop and have to think about it, I will still go out of my way to then Google phrases and terms and see how it applies in that context. I think when people, when they it. see big words and they see a simple explanation on Twitter, then that is, for them, that's the only explanation. Mm-hmm. Trauma bonding. Oh my gosh. So everyone on Twitter loves to throw around the word, the term trauma bonding as if it's like the idea of bonding with someone else over trauma that you've both experienced Why that you might. Do that? So they're using the term wrong. The term actually means like being in a situation where you have become comfortable with a harmful environment a traumatic environment and so you are essentially bonded to that environment but, yeah. rather than or bonded to the abuse rather than like you oh my god we both have depression besties. yeah oh my god like, our dads uh, are both like dickheads well <laughs> I mean why would you anyways want to with their incorrect understanding of trauma bonding why would you want to trauma bond with people like I wouldn't yeah, want my like, friends to have gone through any of the shit that I've gone through yeah but, like I know it's it, nice to be able to relate, relate to someone but also but, like, I, again, friend, like, like, I, would, I wouldn't wish anything yeah, especially when you want the, when you sort of like when you sort of like bring each other down and keep yourselves in that space yeah because like, you're why would I want to sit in this pit with you I'm I'm in a pit I want to get out, out of it why yeah, actually like, if I can't I'm, I'm not trying to pull you yeah, yeah, like, 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 let's how did you get out of the pit like, yeah <laughs> I just think that's so common nowadays mm. um, because we're having especially with mental health we're having a big discussion about mental health um, but people are also using this discussion as a way to be like yeah I have anxiety too like I mean anxiety is the most common mm. um but like, yeah, I have anxiety too. Like, you know, we're the same. Like, we relate. But it's like, why? Okay, where are you gonna go with that? Are you gonna use that to uplift each other? Or are yeah, you gonna, are you be gonna like, use it to stay? <laughs> Isn't it so fun when this horrible thing yeah, happens? No. I mean, I can understand. It's so easy to do that when you find someone that's like, like, it is what it is. Giggity. Yeah, but mm-hmm. no, it's we need to we need to be working together to get we out move, of this. We move. Yeah. We move. Failed us. It came at the wrong time. It, it was ahead of its time. time. Yeah, it was way ahead of its time. Yeah. I mean, like, I still use that phrase very consistently because, you know, sometimes it's like, I have to get up and move from this situation. Oh, yeah, I can't come and die. Like, it is what it is. Like, mm. that phrase, I used to hate that. Right. I think for some situations, though, yeah, if it's it completely out of your control, then it's kind of just like, oh, mm. you know, I, I have to accept this. But if it's somewhere where you can actually change the outcome, don't be, yeah. it is what it is. Like, it's, get up and you'll change. be in a toxic relationship and someone will be like, oh, yeah. It is what it is. It's like, like no, uh, no, 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 it should not be like yeah. this. Like, okay, so to wrap up the show, um, I know we've sort of sidetracked a bit, and I feel like that's fine because you know it happens. Funny it's natural. Thing. Um, but yeah, what are you guys' hopes, plans, expectations for dating for the rest of lockdown slash the next few months? Um, on me. Honestly, I feel like. I don't know. In terms of like normal like life plans, I'm trying to just find balance in life, but also just be a bit more daring with the things that I do. I feel like. But I you just said in terms of life plans, I just want to find some balance. In life. <laughs> but be more you daring. Just said, you just said a lot of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, too contradictory. I know it's very contradictory, but I feel mm. like I've been, I haven't been balanced in life before, but I've been so so super reserved if that makes <laughs> yeah. sense and i want to be able to come forward like come out of that so be more daring to the point where i can get to an actual balance of like you've gone not, through those experiences yeah and, and now, now i can like yeah. From it. yeah so i think i need to 
do that crazy phase and then come back to it. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. As long as people here to yeah. yeah. That crazy I mean, I, I've 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 had I've had a very long and very mad like, crazy stage, just doing a madness. Like, I don't know things that I wouldn't have even be thought that were same. I was like same. capable of. Yeah, yeah. And like that's been good and bad. And now I just feel like I, I've I've got to a point where it's like I'm so in control of like the chaos and order in my mm. life that it's like. Mm. I always know how to like play it safe, but still have fun. And I know yeah. when to move mad and when not to move mad. That's but I, I, I don't have on. I don't have the necessary like need to yeah. like push my boundaries yeah. anymore. Yeah. I don't I don't need to try anything new because you know that you're like you've experimented mm-hmm. yeah. with what you're into and what you're not. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that phase now. The experimental experimenting. Um, any straight listeners? Um. I just, not I, stra- how do you know uh, straight? Uh, oh my please. Sorry. No, no, no. I remember sometime, one time at uni, some guys, it was funny because I fancied one of the guys, but like, we were talking about like, I guess sexuality and I was like, yeah, like, I'm pretty sure like I'm bi or I'm queer. And they were like, how do you know? And at first I was like, I just know, like, I just know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I should have responded to them. How do you know you're straight? Because yeah. they both haven't tried it with other men. So it's like, how you're do gonna you going to say know? that to me, then yeah, you might as well I need, apply it to yourself. Exactly. It's almost like, uh, when you ask that question, you're attacking their masculinity in a way. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They get so like. But yeah, like. I'm not gonna lie, I'm men that aren't straight. Mm, that sounds delicious, so like delicious. bad. I mean, men obviously that are still attracted <laughs> to like women, but when they have a little bit of something in them, they're not. Oh, just they don't even have to be queer. Yeah. Just to embrace just, their yeah, femininity. You're comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're comfortable in your masculinity that you're able to embrace your femininity. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. Same. Let me peg you. Yeah. yeah me. Period. Oh my god. Yeah, um, so my expectations slash hopes for dating is I hope I like find the energy to talk to people more and like be more responsive. And I hope I am allowed the opportunity to hang out with more people as things hopefully get better. Um, I also want to try and force myself to give people a chance. Because like I've spent all year like like knocking down my walls and like mm-hmm. opening myself up. But now it's just like be because there's scary. in it and now it's lockdown. It's like. I've done all this work, but there's nothing, there's no like instant gratification. Like I can't go out and date like I would have dated. Yeah. But I'm going to be open-minded, um, meet new people, do creative things, just throw myself into creativity to the point where it's like the it's dating life. part just comes. It's true. Like mm. I, I feel like right now is a great time, especially for creatives to really throw themselves into their work. Start planning and for when shit opens up again. Yeah, fam, I've already started planning. Like, I have so many ideas for stuff. And I think people need to realize um, that like your voice is so powerful. Even when you don't think it is like, it's more like it's more powerful than you think. And that's something that I'm like trying to work on. Like my voice has weight yeah. in today's climate. Young people have so much power within their hands, especially together. So it's good to form communities and form collectives and form like just groups like tribes so that people can feel like they can be heard. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, on that note, um, thank you for listening. Thank you. I hope you have a wonderful week and we will see you very, very soon. Goodbye from Chirp Sats Podcast. Bye. Bye. Hello. We did it. We did it.